how do you keep it to where your message, those 13 principles that, that uh, Luke discussed before, does not get misconstrued? They need to they need to focus on the policy like you guys were talking about and make the agenda clear. The goals, I mean, those principles are cool, but the goals are not really clear. They're goals. And it's well, not- Well, you gotta, you gotta, they need to create a lobbying movement that can actually take this mess. Cause see now the, the, the match has been lit, right? Yeah. The movement is kind of taking, kind of taking traction. And it's almost getting, getting like the Me Too movement where it's like almost yeah. not cool to be racist. And it's not cool to, to, to you know, be against uh, Black Lives Matter. But now you got to get a lobbying arm yeah. together. You got to take it to the congressional yeah. black she in, What's she in game? I want to know what's she in game. Yeah. You I mean, and, and, they creating... need, and, they, and they need to follow the data. They need to follow the data that's that's being, I mean, right I now. Got, I, I got a dog. But, I was in the middle but of something. I think there's a disconnect too, Carl B, because there are what you call these, uh, I guess, black themed political action committees, the PACs. Yeah, but I don't know if they're aligned to Black Lives Matter. You know, this is old generation money, very well to do blacks, professionals that are more on the older side of the spectrum. So I'd be curious to see if there's some crossing over between the Black Lives Matter movement and these black packs that are starting up now. I mean, that's where the organizing needs to take place because we need to get to a place. Well, and in some respects, that old black money you're talking about doesn't align with the Black Lives Matter movement, especially the 13 principles that are laid out. That I think a lot of those old institutions might think that's going too far. But I think it's time to try to figure out how do they, how do we actually get this this movement transformed into policy? Yeah, and get it into a place where we can get past Congress. Yeah, you know gotta, it gotta be, it about, gotta be more than marching and protesting. Yeah, I mean, you talk about reparations, for instance, right? Yeah. But a lot of people don't understand. I've had this argument with many people. It's like, oh, everybody wants reparations. I would love to get a check for how much you're going to give me because I can trace my lineage back to, to, you know, to the motherland. So, yeah, I'm, I'm up for a check. But how do you actually make that happen in this current political environment? You need 60 votes in the Senate. And we first got to pass the House. Mm-hmm. Which a, a bill like that probably can't pass the House. Yeah. But you got to get 60 votes in the Senate. And got to have a president that will sign it. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And you got to have Mitch McConnell it. signed it. Yeah, no, nah, well, uh, on thing. top of that, KB, on top of that, KB, to go back to your the, the original point, um, that that's not going to happen. And reparations are not going to happen in this day and time. unless Not in this current political landscape. Not in no. this current political environment. But reparations don't necessarily have to be about money. Right, it doesn't have to be about a check to every single yeah. African slave yeah. descendant on this earth. Why not? Reparations can be about what it is that we do in our freaking communities, right? Reach those principles that Black Lives Matter talks about. How do we do that? You know what I mean? It's not about because at the end of the day, you know, a check at at the end of the day, a check is a money means nothing unless you know what to do with it to help you. You know. You know, I remember back in the day with with uh, what's my comedian, my, my man from D.C. Um, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Got no cools the rest of my lives. Yeah, he had the perfect skit, right? He was like, I got this cool truck. He had a bunch of cool cigarettes. And he, I got these reparations, fool. I'm about to get on this. <laughs> you know, I'm like, come on, man. Because, you know, fools would just be buying TVs. And you already know. You already know. Right? Roker started using his real voice at work. 
Exactly. So reparations means what are you doing? Well, how are you influencing your community? Yeah. And so, you know, to make it work to whereas it uplifts everybody. Yeah. And so the, the whole Black Lives Matter uh, concept, the greatest concept, and to kind of diverge a little bit, the problem that I have with it is that um, they need, without centralized leadership, you, you lack a lot of things. And one of the things you do lack that is very important is a PR person. Yeah. Your PR game has to be tight right now. And if your yeah. PR game is not tight, that everybody can mix your message or whatever. They need to have somebody yeah. who's able to say, this is what we believe, this is exactly. what we do, this is and what, this what we don't believe. I mean, that's just going into the next question, that last question about uh, all does all lives matter? You know, because they, they've thrown a twist in there now. You know, Trump is not saying black lives matter. The whole, his whole administration, they're not saying it. So Trump is Trump is focused on his thirty percent base, right? Yeah, thirty. I thought it was really, more than that, KB. No, nah, it's about it's, forty-five. It's, okay. It's, well, yeah. we're to, well, you you mixing up the the hardcore racist element of the Republican Party versus just Republicans that like low taxes and low yeah. regulation. You know what I'm saying? You got people that are very intelligent, not racist at all, yeah. and just hold their nose and vote for Trump because they want their tax cut, yeah. and yeah. they aren't personally impacted by his racist agenda yeah. not, or his racist, you know. I do agree. You know, dog whistles. They they don't hear it. Doesn't bother them. So they go on and get their tax break. Um, But his core, core Archie Bunker base is at thirty percent, and he strictly speaks to that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it's not working for him. He has a confluence of issues that are facing him right now that are going to doom his ass in the fall. I I think. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of folks say it's not going to happen, but all I do is look at political news and read political books. Um, I'm looking at the tea leaves and. His situation now is a lot worse than Hillary, than, uh, than it was when it was going up against Hillary Clinton. That's for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, 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 to keep it back on the BLM topic, right? Um, yeah. How do you suppose? And this is a question for all of us: is is that what what can we do in our communities to ensure that their objectives are met? Well, I'll say this for one. Um, we need to start creating our own reparations. I was thinking about that while we were having this conversation. Like, we all have a black bank in our community. You know what I'm saying? Providence Bank right over here. Well, City Ninth and King Drive. You know what I'm saying? That's one in Chicago. There are others in Chicago. There's others in Atlanta for sure. There's others in D.C. We all could go and put our money in a black bank. That's a start. You know what I'm saying? It's not a huge thing. But, you know, just reinvesting in your community. Just like going to shop in your neighborhood, not going to shop someplace else. Starting right there, I think, is a huge thing. Um, but unless, unless, until the Black Lives Matter movement gets some traction in the political circles, it's, 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 it's going to be a lot of hot air, I think. However, we have seen some things change with the protests that have been going on in the last, you know, last month or so. So, well, I mean, you know, they made some progress. KB, I agree with you. How, I, I, can I say this, Jay? I, I but I think it's one little step before. I think we just need to start and what we're doing as men right now, as fathers, with our, with our children and next generation, we're teaching them life lessons. We're teaching them uh, how to, about checks and balances and, and uh, how to uh, handle their money. 
because we made all the mistakes. And starting right there, giving them the responsibility of taking care of themselves, being independent, being strong, working hard, because we work hard. And we got, we, we, we uh, uh, acquired a lot of material things, but they really don't really mean nothing to us because what's important to us is our family. And so starting there first, that education of giving them responsibilities and preparing them for the, uh, what's going to happen because it's going to be cool. something drastic. And they, they are very intelligent. And, and with the innovation and, and technology of what's going on right now, it's going to be way different. It's, it's, it's going to be a different well, I'm not worried about us. I'm worried about the, the, that. Oh, he was asking the question about where the community is. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm saying well, I'm not. I'm not worried about us on this call. Oh, okay. I'm worried about the people who may not be equipped to do that. How do we help their children? Uh, and I think it's just us. It's 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 baby steps. Us going back to the community, you know, supporting black businesses. Although they not might not do quality work, we need to tell them that. We need to communicate that in a in a in a, a trans be transparent to them in a way that they can understand where they will make those changes. Like, I'm going to patronize you. However, you need to do this, this, and this. Yeah, but think about this, Doug. Think about this. Because I, I thought about this for a while, and uh, I just changed from a cleaners I was going to mm -hmm. uh, in another part of town, cheapest one in town. Uh, and I just started going to a black cleaners right here, so I can see out of my window. And her prices are higher, uh, and her weight is longer. These people, uh, another uh, racial uh, persuasion, they get it done the same day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, it takes her three or four days to get it done, and her prices are higher. But you know what I thought about? Her insurance rates are higher because of where she is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which means her overhead costs are higher. Uh, yeah. She didn't have as much of a staff as they do down there. Speed. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they may not be doing as good quality work as she is. You know, right. she's doing a lot of stuff with her own hands. Now, she just right. like getting the Range Rover, but I ain't mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Why can't she be rich? And why can't we support that? So I'm just like, think about the obstacles that a lot of black businesses have mm -hmm. to operate in terms of their, yeah. their working capital, what their yeah. rent is, and all that kind of stuff. And that goes into some of the things that make their service not as good. Yeah. Now, some of these black restaurants, they're strictly, they, they get away with whatever we let them get away with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We don't have Karens in our community that's going to clown if, they, if their soup yeah. ain't hot enough. All right, but you were on fire, KB. I think exactly everything that you said was on point because we, um, at the end of the day, my thing is, and I have this argument all the time, especially with my conservative brethren, is that, you know, we, we've got to be able to create economic empowerment, right? Because at the end of the day, our communities, we hold our communities responsible. Those folks, we are right here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight are the talented 10th. You've got to uplift as you climb. You've got to be able to give back and be able to create these communities within our, you know, to, you know, to, to, to get to a point where we can compete, you know, um, and, and utilize this free market society. And so, you know, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, I think is a, is great. I think that, you know, the fact that they're able to call attention to the injustices that have occurred, not only in our nation, but across the globe is wonderful. However, at some point, we've got to take it to the level whereas 
what do we, how do we hold ourselves personally accountable for our own shit? You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it comes down to. And we've discussed this before in our civil rights, po- civil rights podcast, you know, um, but it comes down to how do we hold ourselves accountable as far as our businesses are concerned, as far as crime in our own communities are concerned. Um, you know, we've got the world's attention as far as police brutality and how police, p- police treat us, right? We got their attention. However, you know, how long is that really going to last if we continue doing ABC, if we continue not doing the economic or, or taking advantage of the economic power that we have? How long does that last? Because best belief, the American narrative is this. If you read your history book, whenever we get our uh, uh, any type of or uh, not reparations, but make any type of, of impact on what we're trying to do, whether it be legislation, whether it be, you know, reconstruction area, doing the things we want to do after slavery, guess what? What do you think is going to be a pushback? Rosewood. Rosewood. There's going to be a pushback. Mm -hmm. And beware, it's coming. That pushback, whether it be violent or it be through, you know, all these federal court people that are judges that 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 uh, Trump is is putting in place there is going to be a supreme pushback on the black community on the all any communities of color on what's going on right now and i only say this because it's part of the american narrative that mm-hmm. it has happened throughout history yeah. right you know your history you know this is what happens mm-hmm. white folks and i don't mean that in a derogatory manner but I'm saying that those persons in power are going to push back against Black Lives Matter. They're going to push back about anything that creates or tries to create some type of equality. So the way we, the only way that we're able to, to defend ourselves against that is to create our own communities of economic prospering. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you, Crump. Let me jump in real quick. The same thing with MLK was civil rights, civil rights. As soon as he started talking about economic power, that's when he got killed. So, you know, just like you said, man, it's it's it's, the the story has already been written. Anytime we try to do our own, they try to put their foot down on our neck again. So you just gotta do it quietly, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So go ahead, ahead, This is what I think, man. I mean, we, we I mean, it's, it's simple but kind of complex. But it's, it's almost like going back to the future, right? You know, education. You know, we got to have a high level of financial literacy. That, that, that's so important. I mean, Carl, you touched on it earlier. We got to put our money in the, in the black bank. Or just for our call, or just, just for account right here. How many of us have, a black, uh, have an account with a black bank? Raise your hand. Right? I, I work with two black banks. So that's that's powerful. That's a start, right? And to your point, we need to put more money. I'm, I'm talking to myself. I need to put more money in that bank. Then also, too, we talk about black businesses. You know, call. I mean, I salute you for going for, for that cleanness because a lot of times, black businesses, to your point, don't have the access to the capital. We need more than a slogan, buy black. You know what I mean? So you got to eat every day. We all know we got to eat. If, if you have opportunity to go to a black restaurant. Those simple things, you know, are, are so important. So support those businesses, you know what I mean? 
And then I think the last thing is, is really entrepreneurship because we got to create our jobs. We got to take care of our own because nobody's going to take care of us but us. We bought into the hype that white was right. You know, you know, you know we, we left our business with integration and, and went down the street, left our neighborhoods. So sometimes you got to get back to the base. Like, hold on one second. You know, at one point in time, this was the best of the best. Right. We got to start taking care of our own. You know what I mean? So I think we get back to those pillars. And to your point, Colby, the revolution is, is not going to be televised. We just yeah. do it. Just do it. Yeah, you know, just, do just it. get right. it done. So, right. You're right. We got, we, got so, we got so enamored with integration and want to sit down and eat with them. You know, we, we need to have our own restaurants where we don't have to eat with them. You know, hey, man, we got them here with Wakanda, man. Anytime you want to come through, I got you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Anytime you like. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely not, it's definitely not down here in D-Town. But I made it a point. I I, I have a uh, I have an account with One United. They based out of Boston, and they got a they got a place in Boston and in California. So it come out of it come out of my check every month. So there you go. They're the largest minority it. bank in the country. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One United. Yeah. You know, somebody was telling me that if uh, if all the churches pulled their money together and, and created a bank, it would be one of the largest. Banking institutions in America. Man, don't even get Easily. me started talking about churches, Carl B. Oh, churches can do way a, more. That might be another topic. You know what I'm saying? That might be another topic. We we the we the home of the mega churches, man. These jokers don't have nothing, man. But you know, I'm gonna tell you something. These protesters, what I think we really need to, what they really need to do, they need to take their energy into the projects and into the hood with some voter registration cards and try to get everybody registered to vote. And I know people say it doesn't make a difference and all of that, but it does. Yeah, and those yeah. down ballot races, when, when a lot of people don't go vote, that 500 people may decide on who the state, who the city attorney is. That's right. See what I'm saying? It might be 500 people make that decision for a whole community, and that's the guy that determines whether or not a police officer gets arrested for killing somebody. But you know, Trump this said that Trump said the other week he don't believe in voting. We we just need to be economically powerful. Hey, <laughs> now this is what I will say. This is what I will say is that voting until we become economic economically powerful. We gotta use it. We gotta use it. Yeah, yeah. You got we gotta use it. Because until we get to that point, it doesn't matter who's in office. But right, right now, right. we're right. in a situation where, you know, we are dependent. So we gotta vote our people in office. To your it's point, it. so this this is what I'm doing, eighteen, down in down in Chicago. And I wanna replicate this. In Chicago, this is what I'm doing in Prince George's County, Maryland, and I'm, about to, take it, I'm about to take it to Montgomery County, Maryland. Um, and and and, and I want you to do this in D.C. So I created this legislative charter. Uh, all I'm the uh, the legislative chapter um, committee president for Gamma Pi in my in my region for Mega Sci-Fi. So what I've done is I've basically gotten all the freaking my legislative counterparts and all the D9 organizations, capitalists, AKAs, Deltas, or what have you. And what we're trying to do is create an educational workshop, utilize all our resources together, and push that in our underfunded communities, right? That's so yeah. whereas we're creating workshops and enlightening people on issues such as land use, tax, budget, voting, issues even as far as how to you know, how to act when a, a, a cop pulls you over, right? These are things that create education that many of our folks just don't even know about. And I challenge y'all to create this same format platform in your individual city. And you ain't gotta even be part of any type of Greek letter organization. 
It's just a matter of getting this talented tip on this call and making sure that we go out and reach to our communities and educate. Because at the end of the day, a lot of us, we want to do what's right and want to uplift, but we don't know how, right? Carl B. mentioned that, you know, we got to go to the hood and try to do A, B, and C to talk about voting, but you got to be able to, you, you got to create a coalition. And that coalition can look like anything. Create that coalition, go down there and say, yo, this is what it is. If that means bringing in celebrities, bringing in traction, so that means that, you know, understand that it doesn't end with the Black Lives Matter movement. It's not all about this protest and all that. What are we doing after that? BLM did a wonderful thing. They got us televised. They made sure that the whole world knew what was going on. Now it is up to us. It is up to us to take that one step further to where we say, okay, now they know what the issues are. We got their attention. Now this is what we're going to do, and this is what we expect. Yeah. We don't and do you know that. What? I think it was, a, it was a perfect storm. Hang on a second, Chuck. I think it was a perfect storm of circumstances that made this happen in the way it did for it to get so much, so much attention because people were restless, being cooped up in their house, with shelter in place. Half the, a lot of the black community is, un, is unemployed right now. So they ain't have nowhere to go at all any day of the week. So not having a job, being cooped up and ready to get out of the house, and then having this explosive situation made this thing so sustained and such a big deal. But now that, comp now that companies are starting to open back up, and people, go, people have to go back to work. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep this up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you're right. We need to try to make this, make this paradigm shift and start moving to the next phase of what this needs to look like. And this might be where brothers like ourselves need to start taking the reins, going into that political realm, you know, going into some more organizing and trying to, to pick it up where they left off, not to be attentions out there. And we've got a movement going. Exactly. Yeah, because these Black Lives Matter, they'll protest, 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 but then won't even go vote, you know? True, but they're going to take their ass back to work uh, in Chicago <laughs> next week. Well, and, and that's a good point because they'll, they'll protest, but you know what? The people that can enact real change are the people like us who have the ability and have yeah, the flexibility yeah, yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah. Because those, those Black Lives Matter protests are young folks. Uh -huh. they're, right. they're new to the game. They want direction. They, they want some direction. They got just the like, energy. Just like we were back in 92. Yeah, yeah, we exactly. thought we were invincible, you know, yeah. with the Rodney King verdict. Yeah. They're yeah. the same way. Mm -hmm. And then what I give them so much love is because they have not experienced Mm -hmm. The same type of racism that our parents have. Yeah. Whereas they're like, hold up, this don't even make sense. I grew up with a black president, right? Like, mm -hmm. what are y'all talking about? You know what I'm saying? We about, yo, uh-uh, this is not even, we're not, I'm not going, I'm not rolling like that. And so they don't even know what they don't know. They're just like, you know what? I just know what I can't stand for. And so I applaud them because they're out there doing a good fight, just like every generation has. And, uh, but... It's only so much they can do because they don't have the political strength. They don't have the job. And like you said, KB, is that once the, 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 you know, the, uh, the economy opens back up, the market starts going back, people start hiring again, you know, it may die out. Once the schools start, you know, when, when schools start coming back in session, you know, a lot of those kids are going to go back to school. And then, you know, you may not have the same enthusiasm that you had before. And so now it's up to us. To can't lose this light. Yeah. Can't mm -hmm. lose this light. All right, brothers, we're about to hit the yeah. hour mark. We got any uh, any parting shots 
Yeah, I got one shot. I think that we, we just can't lose sight on is the intersectionality of the Black Lives Movement. I think that when Lou kind of went down to principles, because one, you had the founders who consider themselves um, not to be cisgender, right? And so if you have a movement, does it include everyone, right? So you have intersectionality with transgender, LGBTQ, um, pansexual, Look, look, we go to a school that's all black male, right? And so they, I know personally for us, some of it may come down to, you know, do we have the right representation from a male perspective, right? And you get to male toxicity. And that also should come across the Black Lives Movement. And so I think that part of that discussion should also focus on there are differences and we have to make sure that the movement is inclusive of everyone and it addresses all kinds of issues from this complex intersectionality that we find ourselves in today. Did y'all hear my brother say intersectionality? <laughs> Gotta <laughs> learn that word. Just so you know, I am happily toxically masculine, but I still believe that everybody should be included in the movement. So there you go. The two things are not antithetical to each other. Yeah. So mm -hmm. everybody so, give two points of what, what you guys believe will contribute uh, to the Black Lives Movement after the so-called, pro these protests actually may die out. What is it that you can contribute afterwards? Spin Black and Vote. Gotcha, next. Yeah, I, I agree with Carl B. You gotta vote, you know, like I said, you we have all these protests and stuff, but you gotta, you gotta get out there and vote, be informed about who you vote for, support black banks black businesses you know we, we can do more than just have restaurants i was telling the guy that yesterday we got it's, a, it's enough black restaurants we need black cleaners black accountants you know everything so just want to go help the lady that's my cleaners because she's struggling i'm waiting on the text right now there you go there you go there you go keep it up keep it up now that's my point guys I, I agree with you i agree with you voting 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 but more important vote on a local level you know, vote for your local DAs, vote for, you know, your, your state senators. Because that's why policy starts right there local. I mean, just get heavily active locally, you know what I mean? And just, you know, look look at the person's agenda. Are they for us? Are they for the community? If not, we got to vote them out. That's the first thing. And then, and then, you know, on the political side. But again, I, I go back to this. We have to get back to the basics of controlling our own destiny, entrepreneurship, and bank with black banks. Hey, I'm going to say this. Cool. Everything you just said is ditto. Everything you said is on point because without it, it doesn't mean anything. So I'm just going to rather than restate what you already said, I parlay to you. Ralu. I, I'm, I'm with everything cool. Get on to uh, every. Well, I'm with everything that everybody said. Uh, the only thing I want to add to is and we've already started uh, to support the up and coming, the creative, the youngsters that are that have these creative minds like Chelsea, uh, uh, and anybody else that we might have in mind to to bring out and help their talents uh, and to start their careers because we 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 started hers. We, yeah. Well, we didn't start it; we contribute to her success right now. So. We can continue to do to support those. We don't forget about because they're they're part of the that entrepreneurship that Cool was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Much love to the producer of the show. 
Chelsea. Definitely with your neck because Chelsea, she she helped me out a lot. Yeah. So she just I just sent it to her and she say I handle it. I say cool. So <laughs> Lucas stay off my back. <laughs> she definitely people sound like she definitely people sound like the ignorant mother that I am. And, oh, and one last thing I want to say is I'm happy to see a black greasy brother from Dallas on our podcast. <laughs> but man, give him a pause. I got, I got one, I got one thing for the DMV brothers. Let's make DC a state. Flip the electoral college. Hey, well, yeah, well, yeah, Crump, yeah. Crump already told me that ain't gonna happen. So that's another episode. Not, not in this administration. We gotta get some more sentences. Nah. Yeah, that, you had, that you ain't gonna happen. Barry, Barry is a governor. <laughs> yes, I can. That's a yes, I can. Love that. A couple years. Ray for Edmonds. Well, you know what I'm saying. A Barry and Barry. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Quasi, what you but got? Now, what, uh, I think my two things that we need to do deal with behavioral change that we all need to take on. The same type of energy that we're using to go out and protest and so forth. We got to put that same energy when it comes time to vote. We got to put that same energy in rearing our kids and take, taking care of home first and just being better citizens overall. You know what I mean? So I think it's a big overhaul and look at and evaluation what kind of behavioral changes we need to make. And then the other part is exactly what you all said about finances. You know, I'm in the finance world. I see finances all the time and we all have a tremendous amount of resources at our fingertips that you know we make every day in terms of if you're working for somebody and you make good money to yep. you have your own businesses and we need to put our money to better use we need to put it to better use pull our efforts together so that we can control more and dictate what happens on the political front so those are my two things excellent excellent point though What's up, well, look like we got it. Got no, Lou. What's up with Lou? Lou, 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 when we went around the horn. Um, socially, I think we have to um, be involved with our, our youth, um, mentor where we can, um, politically, get involved locally. Our, um, black community has a, um, a tend to only get involved in the, um, the national politics, which um, locally, where you, you can make a, a more impact on your daily life. In economics, which we've spoken about, spending our money in our in our community, um, redistributing that money, keeping that money within our community, um, creating our own businesses, supporting our own businesses, holding them accountable, accountable, and helping them to succeed. Uh, all points that uh, everyone else has raised. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, brothers. Looks like we covered it all today. We started off slow. I thought this was gonna drag a little bit, but uh, we got the spirit in us, and I think we got a we got a good one in the books here. So, uh, thanks to everybody coming in. Thanks to all the viewers, and uh, hey, look out for us next week. We'll be right back at you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>